Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transformed. We're going to continue our little series entitled Stand Firm. And today we're going to talk about standing firm in faith. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. Before I continue, I want to say thanks to Park Home for our studio furniture and to Made by Vogel for the many other items you see in our studio. We've been talking about um, the armor of God. And, you know, Paul said, uh, he said, stand firm, having your loins girded with truth, put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. You know, the fact of the matter is we have an enemy. We have an adversary. The fact is he, the Bible says, came to steal, kill, and destroy. And, and the analogy here is him shooting flaming arrows at us to inflict pain, to inflict harm, to kill us, to render us um, uh, um, dead, if you will. And Paul says that faith is a shield that empowers me, empowers you, to extinguish the arrows of the enemy. And I thought about that. There's a couple of arrows I want to talk about that I think the enemy uses. While there could be many, there's just a few. One, I want to talk about the arrows of accusation. The fact of the matter is the Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren. There's a great story in the book of, of Zechariah talking about Joshua the high priest. Let me read it to you. It says, Then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you. Indeed, the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and standing before the angel. He spoke and he said to those who were standing before him, saying, Remove the filthy garments from him. And again he said to him, See, I have taken your iniquity away from you and will clothe you with festal robes. And then he said, Let them put a clean turban on his head, so they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him with garments while the angel Lord was standing by. You know, it's an amazing thing. You have this courtroom scene, if you will. You have Joshua, the high priest. He's standing there. You have Satan standing there accusing him. And then you have the Lord speaking. And you know what? This is, this, these are the things we have to get in our spirit. I, stern, I, I stand firm in faith knowing this, that it is God who rebukes my enemy. I mean, Joshua never says a word. And it's an amazing thing. The Lord speaks up and says, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord rebuke you. You see, I stand firm because my God is the one who rebukes my enemy. And then I stand firm knowing that God chose to save me. I mean, look what he says. It, the fact of the matter is Joshua was dirty. He was filthy. He was uh, had iniquity on him. And yet God chose to cleanse him. You know, God chose to save us. God chose to redeem us. God chose to send his son to redeem us from, from sin and from death. All right. And so I stand firm in the knowledge of knowing that God, cho God chose to do this. I stand firm knowing that he cleanses me from my filthy sin. I can't do a thing to cleanse myself. I can't do a thing about it. As a matter of fact, if I could do something about it, it would chip away at my faith because then I'd always be wondering, have I done enough? But the fact is, I can stand firm in faith because I know God did it and I can't do a thing about it. I stand firm knowing that he forgave me of my sin. The Bible says that we are a forgiven people, not just atoned for, but we are forgiven. You see, the enemy came with an accusation and those arrows of accusations 
are to get us to see ourselves in a diminished dimension. But when we stand in faith, it causes me to see God in a greater dimension, and it causes me to see myself with a different perspective. And it's interesting. The adversary, the accuser, was accusing Joshua, but in that moment, there became the revelation of the advocate. You know, sometimes it is your enemy who reveals who is your greatest advocate. And obviously, Jesus is our greatest advocate. And sometimes we have a greater revelation of him because of what the enemy is doing. My sin reveals who my Savior is. The condemnation of the enemy reveals the approval of God. Then there's another arrow that the enemy uses, and that's of temptation. We know God doesn't tempt us. We know that we are tempted, according to what James says, that we're tempted when we are carried away and enticed by that which lives within us, our own lust. So what does the enemy do? Well, the enemy comes and he tempts us um, and he works with what is within us. You know, if it's not inside of me, it's not a lust of my flesh, if it's not something inside of me that's sinful, if it's not a, if it's not a craving of my flesh, the enemy's probably not going to tempt me with it. And yet, what he does, he takes what's there, I'll tempt you with this. But what happens in that moment? How do I put out this arrow? How do I deflect this arrow? You see, the arrows of temptation are to destroy a destiny that God has planned for us. The arrows of temptation are to disrupt what the enemy cannot destroy. These arrows of temptation that come from the enemy attempt to redefine what the enemy cannot destroy in our life. But here's what I know about that. What I know is I stand firm in faith knowing that Jesus himself is interceding for me. Isn't that a great thought? Think about this. See, Jesus, the Bible tells us, understood our temptation. He understood what it was to go through those things. He was the one in the wilderness going through the temptations of the enemy. And yet he now, the conqueror of sin, the conqueror of temptation, now intercedes on our behalf. And I stand firm in his intercession. There's another one. It's the arrow of affliction. The fact of the matter is there is affliction. There are times the enemy afflicts us. Job was afflicted by the enemy. Uh, Paul had a, a, a messenger of Satan, if you will, right? But listen to me for a moment. There is a difference between affliction of the enemy and affliction that comes from me being stupid. The fact is there are some times that I am the one who has caused the affliction in my life by choices and decisions that I have made. Affliction from the enemy typically comes as a result of righteousness where it comes in and you take a stand and you're walking with God and you're serving God. And all of a sudden, here comes the affliction. Remember what it was? Job. Job was perfect. He was righteous. And yet the enemy said, let me at him. Self-affliction flows from decisions and sins sometimes in our life. I stand firm in the afflictions of this world by faith in the blessings that come from another world. I stand firm in the afflictions of this, this world through faith in the one who is not of this world and is above this world. You see, because here's what faith does. Faith is a conviction that shapes our actions. I'm going to act upon what I believe. I'm going to act upon who I believe is true and what I believe to be true. I stand firm in faith knowing the Bible says that I walk by faith and not by sight. There are some times when we go through affliction that we don't like what we see and our sight's telling us to do that and our sight is telling us to do this over here. But faith causes a different reaction. Faith sometimes says, no, I'm going to stand still. Faith says, I'm not going left. I'm not going right. 
Faith is the very thing. It is the very conviction that's going to shape the decision I make in the direction I go. And then I stand firm along with that in the written and the spoken word of God. The fact is God's word is a written word that we have in our Bible. The fact is he speaks to us through the Holy Spirit and I can stand firm when I have faith in those words. I stand firm in faith that is grounded in the power of God, not in my wisdom or the wisdom of men. The fact is, gang, the evil one shoots his flaming arrows of wickedness. He's shooting them and they're wicked, flame-filled arrows. But by faith, this is what we know, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Therefore, we stand firm. And so this week, let me encourage you, pick up that shield of faith and put out those arrows that are being shot at you. Have a great week.